the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. It's time to take your place on the starting grid and get ready for Racer Radio. Your host, Dave Stahl, about to take you for a white-knuckled lap around the motorsports industry, covering everything from top-notch national drivers and crew chiefs right down to your local kid racers and racetracks. Watch for the apex, because here comes Racer Radio with Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome to Racer Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. This segment brought to you by Black Forest Motorsports. If you've got a BMW, Mini Cooper, or Porsche, and you're looking for a dealer alternative, 40-plus years of experience. Technicians have been well-trained. You can take your vehicle there with all confidence. And if you want to do a little SCCA, you can do that, too, because they have got a ton of trophies. That's how they know how to set up cars. All right, Brittany, my dear. Hi. I understand you're going... uh, Top drawer next year or next week? Not going to be here. Correct. You and the team going to yeah. go play the Maverick? Yeah, Sprung Monkey's playing up in San Francisco. You going to stick your titties in the water with a uh, surfboard? No, it's the the forecast is a high of sixty one. Perfect. Mm, Perfect. And they play outside, so uh, el perfecto. Just like going to a racetrack. Just like going to a racetrack. All right, I see you have another... Uh, living legend. Another living legend with a moniker. Another nickname. Well, if you or the listeners paid attention at all during the 90s to Supercross or Motocross, mm-hmm. you've heard his name often in the same breath uh, with Jeremy McGrath. Please welcome Mike Stingray Craig. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Hey, get up close to your mic and have Smiley over there turn it on. There we go. Welcome. And I don't want to forget Therese. She might pop in every once in a while. Go ahead. Say hello. Hello. Ah, she spoke. Okay. I was just making sure she wasn't a mannequin. All right. So, banging around motorcycles for a while, huh? Yeah, my whole life. This is what I've done. I've done it through the 90s. Now my son... This year, won the championship. So really? Huh? It's so a, that acorn didn't fall too far from the tree? Yeah, but now I'm trying to get a little bit closer back with them. But That's things cool. are things are. It's amazing how my life went so far. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of funny with father-sons, because really when you look at the history of motorsports, the father does stupendous, son, not so much. Okay? Not in this case. But not in this case. And <laughs> there's very – well, well it, I'm just saying it's a rare – opportunity to see a father and son because i'm sure he's just got the same potential as you had just better equipment yeah definitely i mean one thing i did bringing him up is all all my mistakes i fixed it with him exactly um, i felt like with him we're the only father and son right now in ama history to win oh really oh absolutely see now that that's great quite a it's a good feeling i mean i'm thankful for how old is he he's at 30 yeah, they're calling him old, right? Yeah, yeah that's kind of <laughs> good. I'd say good but... to be old because he won the championship. 
thirty years old. He's done ten years of, of racing, so he's getting through it. You yeah. want to get through class, it without right? injury. Two fifty, he won. Yes. What was he? Not- ri- yeah. What was he riding? Um, the two fifty star Yamaha. Oh, Yamaha. Okay, yeah. so he's on the Yamahas. All right, good. Yeah. Did he-, he rack up the number of injuries that you did, Dad? You know, I had some injuries, but. I'm going to say he probably went through some more. Oh, he, he got man. Par- he broke his back real bad. Oh. Broke his back and uh, waist down, he's paralyzed. Doctor oh. gave me the, he just said he cut his cord and that he has no more. And he overcame it. He uh, overcame it? Overcame it. He was out. Troy Lee is a team he signed with. And the, the last day on the test bike, he hit the triple and the bike seized. So he jumped off and his feet came out from under him. And he landed on his butt on the third jump. Oh. Cut his, cut his cord. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And I got the phone call, and it was the worst thing of my life. But they repaired it? They couldn't repair it. The doctor said he's permanent, but he he has numbness right now on the top of his legs and his toes he can't feel. And Yet he won the and he championship. Went, he went and did what he did. Like What? I just sit down. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I've been on a motorcycle or two. <laughs> Paralyzed from the mid thigh down. Let's just say. How the hell did he? What did you do to the bike? I got the phone call and I just, I told him I didn't want him to race in the beginning because yeah. of that. All my uh, friends, all my, a lot of my friends are paralyzed. Yeah. Things, things happen. Sure. And it happened to my kid, and it was a nightmare. A nightmare, yeah. And, but I tell you one thing. One thing that came above. There was somebody upstairs. Okay, quit telling that story. How <laughs> in the world did he win if he was paralyzed? Yeah, he was paralyzed for. I'm going to guess one year, and he started learning how to walk again. Oh, he, so he came back. He started walking, <laughs> came back, signed a, signed a deal, and started racing and started doing better and better. And he's did, getting you like, do, did you do surgery on the spinal cord? They, uh, you got to see the picture. No, we don't need to see the picture. No, 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 no. no. <sighs> they cut him from his head to his butt, 12-hour surgery. Okay, so they did repair it. They No, they couldn't repair it. Oh. When, you, when you do spinal cord damage, well, that's must, it. They must have done something. They put uh, the cage in it. And did all the stuff they could do to it. But the doctor gave me a paper and said, this is where you could take your kid. This is where everybody else is paralyzed. He could be normal. And I ran out of the, ran out of the hospital just punching like, this ain't yeah. going to happen to him. It did. And he won a championship. And now he won this year. Like, this year. Incredible. He could be a motivational speaker. You know, go to a lot of these clinics and hospitals where they have the, you know, paralyzation from either sports. He could probably be a phenomenal. I've seen a lot of things that came in. You him. could. You know, yeah, actually. you don't even know about that, the screws loose in his halo. That was my nightmare <laughs> of me. If that happened to me, I broke my neck in, 90, in 94. And, and not 94, 89, sorry. Over in um, Sweden. Came back here and they put a halo on me and I ran around that thing for like six months. And I'm like, come on, I need to get it off. I need to race. Yeah. I want to race. I got I got bills to pay. Yeah, I can't wear this silly yeah. thing. Yeah, and then it was... It was it's pretty crazy. Your screws were loose, though? Oh, my screws definitely. <laughs> no, but literally, yeah, not the, figuratively, he had a screw well, that was you probably loose. didn't know you're supposed to keep it tight. <laughs> they had two uh, two bolts in the front right here. They screwed all the way in. Then that one kept loosening up. So <laughs> when I walk around, it was like it was clicking. And I'm oh. like, damn, what's wrong with this? Finally, I reached up there and I got a screwdriver and started tightening it myself. So I you think I tightened it. it too much. The next morning, I woke up. My face was swelled up. Oh. I went back to the hospital. They were all, get this thing off. <laughs> yeah, take this thing off. My gosh. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, you know, I I hate to say it, but things happen for a reason. I don't know what it is. Yeah, what but, was that? But for him to crash on the last lap of a practice, you know, there's always something 
that comes of that. And it sounds to me like the fact that he's, you know, he's doing fine. Yeah, like, you know, there was the last day on the test bike. So they've, yeah. they've been testing on it, and the thing seized. The motor the, seized? The motor seized as he went off, and he jumped off like he's 20 Because he up. knew when that thing hit the ground, it yeah, was going to be Yeah, but when it went ugly. off, rah, and he felt the motor seize, and he pushed the bike away. And then his feet came out from under him. He landed on his butt from way up. But then when he came back, he signed with Geico. And he was the same thing back on the bike. And the last day on their test bike, at Milestone, the bike seized off a jump. And he rode the front wheel and went down knocked himself out. But the last day on their test bike, he goes, I ain't riding no one's test no bike. No more test bike. No, 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 no. no. Learned I, that lesson. That is insane. I don't know how we got to that topic real quick. Yeah. I think <laughs> we talked about injuries. Oh, yeah. Sorry and, about that. Yeah. <laughs> Going down that path. Well, you know, you, you, you can't ignore it. It's part of you. Part of racing. I mean, people, if you ignore it, yeah. it happens. It's reality. I see it. it. I mean, everywhere I am racing. I see people push themselves around. Yeah, yeah. It's right. going to happen. Yeah, you just have to make a decision in life. Yep. You know, you want it or not. That's like when you play football and you get a concussion, yep. then you get another concussion, you yep. get another. You know the end result. Yeah. So you either keep playing yeah. and play Russian roulette, or how long did you from start to finish race professionally? Um, from nineteen eighty eighty seven to ninety nine. Wow! Yeah, that's that's I long. did. You know and. In nine, no, in eighty, eighty nine, I did my neck, and oh. they did the whole thing, and like I had to go through all that. I yeah. came back. And it's funny because Jamhall let me go. Like, I came back from Sweden. They saw me with a halo yeah. on, and they're like, oh, mm. "We're not going to resign you for next year. You're done." I think. Mm-hmm. So I trained, bust my butt every day. They took my halo off. I just I ran. Just I was like, "I'm going to race. I'm going to race." So Anaheim's coming up like two months. So I had some races in Europe. I had to go. I can kind of use the money. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I went over to Europe and uh, did Paris, did a couple of them. And I was qualifying. I was doing, like, pretty good, but way out of shape. So I came home from them. And I had, like, two months to Anaheim. I called Kawasaki and said, hey, Yamaha, let me go. All I want is bikes. Give me bikes. I'll show up Anaheim, and I'm going to do something. Mm-hmm. So I trained every day. got my Cowies, and he hooked me up with Mitch Payton at Pro Circuit. And my dad was my mechanic. My dad and uh, built my bike, so we show up Anaheim one. I win it. Nice. Anaheim one on my on Cowies. So I, I I'm over the finish line. I go by Yamaha, and all <laughs> all the Yamaha guys there, and I'm pointing at them. <laughs> I would have sent them, I'd have sent them a nine by eleven photo with you and the trophy. It was the best. It was like these things in my career. Yeah. Are the, I can't I can't think of nothing. I mean, I've had a incredible career tampa was a good one for you tampa was right the, that, that was back on the yamaha after i won that there i signed with the yamaha and um that team was great and everything was going good besides i had a problem with one of the mechanics and we separated but yeah. before that me and um i won tampa won my first wow. two, 250 beat mcgrath and like the one in San Diego. Say that again. You what? It, well, he, you see how quick he I said know, that. I know that's a big McGrath deal. McGrath is a. He, yeah. he was like. <laughs> I can't even say who he was because he was always the guy never getting hurt. If there's a pileup in the first turn, I was in it, and he just goes right around it. It was Hold crazy. That thought. Yeah. Hold that thought. We got to take a quick break. You're listening to Racer Radio FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. All right. 
right, folks. Welcome back to Racer Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by El Cajon Ford, where nobody, absolutely nobody treats you better than El Cajon Ford. Inventory's there. Check them out at ElCajonMotors.com, 1595 East Main Street in El Cajon. Go where the racers go. And Mr. Paul Dyke, he is a racer and his yes, son's a racer. Fast. They're both very fast. Stupid fast. Makes Britney just crazy. They're so I'm fast. happy. I'm proud of them. That's because you don't race with them. Yeah, that might be a little <laughs> bit of it. Yeah. Paul Dyke. Uh, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Paul Dyke. I used to train his son, yeah. Oh, yeah. Paul yeah. Dyke, I know him really well. Super, he is very dude. fast and very supportive of the track. Do we have Mr. Dirt Dude on the line? Yeah, with results. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, How you doing there, Dirt hey, Dude? Living, hanging in there, trying to enjoy the heat of the day. <laughs> All right. How hot did it get at the track yesterday? I don't even know. I didn't I didn't want to know. I mean, it seemed like, well, that's why we pushed everything back an hour. Yeah. So, you know, you're starting to cool down in the temperatures. Right. Uh, doing national anthem, it's like 7 o'clock rather than the 6, and then, you know, gates open at 3 rather versus the noon, the noon time. So uh, it just makes it a little bit easier to be in the pits later in the day. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's harder with the later start. You're going to be finishing a little bit later. Uh, and the night went good. Track was good. Uh, car count, I didn't even do a whole car count because I was just going through everything else. Uh, it was just a really good night. Good. A lot of people in the so, stands. Perfect night for racing. Yeah, I mean, it was actually one of our better nights. We weren't, it wasn't like the opening of the fair. That's what killed us last race. Mm-hmm. Opening of the fair. Uh, it was hot out, the late start. And then, so this this weekend we did the late start, but it was like a, we had like over 500 fans. Wow. Funny what an hour will do. Wow. Get that. Funny what an hour. Funny what an hour will do. Yeah. But the racing was really good. Um, let's see. We're, we're going to junior sprints. Landon Dalton got his second main event win. Nice. And um, sportsman mini dwarf Bryson Byford got a main event win. And in a master's mini dwarf, Grace Escalante got a main event win. And we had lawnmowers there uh, at the track, the super modified lawnmowers. And Luke Papp got another main event win. That's his second one. On to uh, the, uh, the Southwest Lightning Sprints is what they're called now. Uh, Dalton Sexton got a main event win. Fast. That car looked good. The only one that was keeping up with him was his dad, Grant <laughs> Sexton. And then um, his brother, Grant Sexton, finished uh, third. So that was one, two, three for the second. Wow. wow. Wings or no wings? Wings. They had wings. Okay. And then and our pony stocks, we ran them. Uh, Raymond Scott, Scott, I think I shot. Raymond shot, uh, got a main event win. That was his first one. That's awesome. And his racing career. So, wow. I mean, that's nice. one of the few good ones. I mean, he's he's good friends with Dennis Taylor. I think they're, <laughs> think they're brother-in-laws or something like that. Oh. And so, so they both have the same motor builders and stuff like that. Oh. Been a good, strong car. Pretty much the same as Dennis's car. On to the uh, Northern Sport Mods, the IMCA uh, Sport Mod. Uh, Miles Morris came from Yuma, Arizona, and got a main event win. <laughs> Worth the drive. And his son was in a uh, sport compact. Okay. And our pure stocks, Rick Chavez got a main event win. And and the sport compacts, which I was talking about. Uh, so there's a girl that's been racing there, the uh, Macy Constant. Mm-hmm. Got a main event win last night. Her first what? one of her racing season. Yes. Wow. That's good news. That's and awesome. She was having a good battle with 
Hudson Morris and Marcy McGowan was up mm-hmm. there. Uh, um, trying to think, uh, I think Edward Finger was there. Um, oh, uh, Enzo Decker. So the, we had a good car count of our sport compacts, and they've been running really good. Very told cool. you that we told you that was going to grow. That thing's because it's, it's a so good, fun, fun yeah. group to watch. I mean, it's like it's 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 low budget, mm-hmm. and it's like all nationally sanctioned, and it's just just cool to see them see them watch. I race, but I mean, it, the whole thing is like they are running those like four cylinders really hard. Daniel Soto, <laughs> number ten, blew up a motor coming down the front straightaway, actually had to turn four and didn't get off the track till he went back into almost turn three. <laughs> so <laughs> all the way around the track, middle of the track, grooved the whole middle of the track, oh. oiled it down. Oh, so. were they last? Were they up last, though? Nope, nope, oh. because uh, the last one's up was the IMC Modifieds. Oh, oh. And oh, man, they'll it grind was, it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was crazy because it was – Michael then got a main event win last oh, night. Oh, wow. He's only like 17. That car was hooked up and flying. I mean, uh, that was scary fast. How thing that how fast that was because Cold Dick finished second, oh, and wow. we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven modified show up. P, um, um, Michael thing lapped everyone except what? for third's place. Third place, second, third. Uh, first, second, and third were the only ones on the lead lap. Wow, and you know that's impressive. Going last on a hot day too. Because that could be yeah. a li- little dry slick there. PJ well, Dyke finished fourth, and I was amazed he even came back. Heat race, he got the car upset in turn one and two, and got on the binders and brakes, and the car just shot straight up to the wall, and he <gasps> he smashed the front clip in mm. bad. Like when I talked to him later, he goes, "Yeah, this car might be junk. No. Yeah, the front the front horns are bent, and he cut the whole front bumper off, and he." He goes, yeah, the, the, the angle on all the steering geometry is all, like, locked up. Like, it's really, really bad shape. But he came out for the main event, and he managed to hold on to fourth place, and he was the, first, he was the person that was lapped by Michael thing. Like, the, <laughs> Michael made it all the way through the whole field up to the lap fourth. So uh, I was like, man, that was wow. just crazy night how fast those guys were. Has Brian it, Brown and, finished in there, too. Hey, and by mm. the way, just before I forget, it's Marcy's uh, birthday Yeah, her today. birthday today. Yep. <laughs> so happy birthday to Marcy. Yes, yes. So uh, when you well, were we, talking about Michael Thing, our guest, do you know him? Or yeah, you're, you're very <clears throat> animated but quiet right now I about it. I knew his dad back <laughs> oh, okay. when we used to live in the military housing. Oh! Wow. His dad uh, is a great guy. Yeah, Mike, Michael was on 60s and 80s and... Train. I was training him. I was training him all the time, and I, I heard he went into the car racing, yeah. and his dad was doing the drilling thing, and I'm a, yeah. I was always saying, what's he doing? You know, I was like, and people say he's doing really good. He yeah, is. He's, he's only he's like 17 or something. He's traveling. Yeah. He was, well. he was fast. Yeah. Yeah. He was good he was, on the he, he was doing really good, and, like, he was racing our junior divisions, and he was, you know, looking at picking up a car and getting on the big track. And he decided he wanted to go back to bikes. And I'm like, why do all these kids want to go to bikes, man? Because they're fun. Stuff in the cage, stay in the yeah. car. You know, you've had your time. I've, I've had a couple crashes. I'm like, I'm glad I walked away You're from done, them. Yeah. Wow. We've been talking. It's ahead, cheaper sorry. to run a bike than it is a it race It is car. cheaper, easier to travel, store, work on, definitely. You know, all through my era, we had Robbie Gordon. Jimmy Johnson was, mm. was someone sure. that, that's who. Jimmy Johnson used to live right down here off, off Los Coaches. Yeah. And they it was, all started it was, on bikes. Yeah, seeing them all, and they went to cars, and I'm like, 
kind of forgot about him for about five years, mm-hmm. and then nothing but Jimmy yeah. Johnson. <laughs> There's it's, an avenue named thing. after him, I think. <laughs> I hope the same for Michael Thing, like the kid's smart and the kid's... He's, he's a, a really nice He was kid. a badass. Yeah. Well, really we'll just have to see family. if his dad yeah. could keep drilling holes in the ground for water. And he's doing like <laughs> graphics now for cars. Yeah, he's doing yeah. stickers yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So run down the rest of the rundown before we cut you off. Um, well, that was the whole rundown for that. Um, oh. Like I said, the craziest thing was I was talking to Brad Whitfield before the races even started, and I'm like, you know, Macy's been looking really good. I wonder if she's going to finally get a main event mm-hmm. win here pretty soon sometime this season. Mm-hmm. She's like, ah, oh, I don't know. We've got a lot of fast cars out here. So she won that night. Awesome. That, and that sport compact. So then I was talking to Mike Thing, which is Michael Thing's dad, and, and the staging area a little bit earlier. And I'm like, man, that car, the last time you guys were out, I had a huge battle. That was just a phenomenal race. I wasn't even watching Cole, the leader. I said, I was watching you guys run. That car is so good. You know, it's about time for him to do it tonight. And he got a main event win. So I was like, wow. I predicted two main event wins. Nice. <laughs> yeah. You better go to Viejas. Really good. <laughs> so. Hey, real quick, I guess in our next race will be July 9th. Uh, we're featuring IMCA Modifies, IMCA Sport Mods, IMCA Sport Compacts, Southwest Lightning Sprints and Non-Wings, uh, IMCA Street slash, or IMCA Stock Car slash Street Stocks, uh, and our junior drivers. And rumor has it we might be changing the schedule around. There might be dwarfs added in there. Don't hold me to it, but there might be a rumor about Dorothy. I'm going to hold my breath. Yes, you better start. <laughs> but how did your how did your boy do going up to Ventura last night, Brittany? I didn't see. I, I don't know. Finished I was. Third. Uh, who, third. Peters? Yes. Robert. Oh, cool. Finished third. Robert Peters. Yeah, I, I didn't know who all went. He said that he was going. Do you know if anyone else went? Robert, Tristan. I'm not sure who else. Oh, nice. Um, and before you, I'm not sure if you're going to get a report from Paris on what happened last night. We Our are. friend Chaz Baca that runs out in Arizona came over and he spanked all those guys, took their lunch money and left. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. like, yay, all yeah. right. Yeah, that should so be I was good. Win there. Yeah, Scott. Yeah, that was a good race. Yeah, Scott's calling in. He's going to promote the uh, Night of Destruction, I think, that's coming Ooh, up. And fireworks. Is, for like oh. the second? is that the second? Uh huh. And they do a fireworks yeah. display. It's so fun that night. Yeah, that's just. Mind-boggling. All right. So when's the next race? Uh, July 9th. Okay, July 9th. Mark oh, and hey, we're going to be at the fair, the junior drivers and monster trucks from the 1st to the 4th. Four days of monster wow. trucks. Two days before that will be tough trucks, but our junior drivers will be there from the 1st to the 4th. You oh, mean yeah. racing there, Yeah, correct? racing. Yes, racing. And yeah. you're going to call the action? I don't know if I am or not. I, I'm going to be there, but they have... Like a official, uh, official announcer, and oh. I, I got warmed up with that with that whole uh, demolition derby a couple weeks yeah. ago. Has your, has your voice uh, healed? Uh, it took four days. I know for it to recover. It was a brutal weekend. Tea you know, calling races at our track and then calling the track. Yeah, I I all I I hesitated to call you, but I figured if I didn't, you found out, you'd be mad at me. What's that? If I didn't call you and say, do you want to do the Burn Institute? I didn't. I didn't know how it was gonna go, and they were like, oh, "I'm trying to remember the girl Brittany. Yeah, she's been there for a lot, and she was. Um, she uh, she said hi. She's worked oh. with you she's before. Hi, oh, yeah. She was on vacation <laughs> for like. I think she was actually she she left, and she was yeah, like, she... yeah five years. They called me back because the other lady went on vacation. Right. 
Interesting. So she's like, I just showed up, and they're like, here, here's here's all your paperwork and everything. And that's what she was saying. That's she's all like, they do. Set this up. Yeah, figure it out but for it yourself. All right. They're like, Dave just goes through it. And I'm like, I'll just do the same. Yeah. It's just, yeah, because, yeah, it's much easier to let you just take control. That's why I gave it to you, because I knew you could handle it. All right, buddy. Thanks for calling in. You, Enjoy Jeff, the dude. rest of your afternoon. I don't know if you Have care. A great weekend. What's left of it? Yeah, enjoy, NASCAR. Enjoy the heat. NASCAR just fired up after a rain delay, so you can go back to watching that. Oh, oh I look it, who they're so showing I there, Dave. I, hopefully, I taped enough. No, no, it's it's like I said. They've been on a rain delay for the last hour and a half. So oh, I only extended the tape an hour. <laughs> yeah. We'll just go turn. Oh, I see, because you're not at home. Yeah. Too bad you lost. Okay, talk to you later. Talk to you later, buddy. Thank you for calling in. We're going to take a quick break. Scott Delosio is telling us what's going on with Paris Auto Speedway right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to Racer Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by... Paris Auto Speedway. That is one fast half-mile track, and the action is always hot and heavy. And if you've not been, shame on you. You're Bucket missing out. list. Missing out. Missing out. And there's an event coming up, and they probably, in my mind, got one of the best fireworks display in the county. Scott Delosio, the man of the hour. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How about you guys today? Staying cool down there? <laughs> cool well, enough. The studio is 79 degrees, if that tells you anything. It's cooler than Corona, where our guests came from. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is it cooler? Where are you at? Are you, are you nice and toasty? No, I'm near Corona. I'm in Chino. So it's, uh, oh. last I looked, it was 98. <laughs> That's where I was yeah. yesterday, Chino. Yeah, I know. So how'd it go last night? I heard a couple of, or at least one of our guys did well, and and Mr. Roa did pretty good. Yeah, Brody won the main event. Ended up being... Oh. Uh, it was a good main event throughout because Brody, Tommy Malcolm, and Matt Mitchell kept trading the lead back and forth. Wow. And then they had a yellow flag with two laps to go, and it ended up being a really good shootout. Brody won. Brand-new race car, by the way. They just finished the car on Thursday night. Um, so that was cool. Uh, I was from Arizona to race the senior prince. He won third time in four races this year, Richard McCormick. Wow. And then a high schooler, she just graduated from high school, Stevie Rogers. She was the winner in the Young Guns. Nice. And a guy who hasn't been at Paris for a long time. We had 12 or 13 modifieds last night. Chaz Baca, who's second in IMCA national points, came. And by his time, weighed through the field and won the race. Wow. Nice. Sounds like it was a great event last night, as always. Yeah, it was pretty good. You know, it was kind of challenging because of the heat. Um, and then you compound that with the wind blew pretty much all night. So they constantly were working on the racetrack, mm-hmm. trying to keep it in shape. And uh, like I say, the main event had, it was three lanes on the racetrack. So that was really cool. Oh, wow. wow. They could keep three lanes on a hot day. Can you imagine that? Wow, that's some good well, work. Well, on a hot day, you actually have a better chance of keeping three lanes because one of them's going to dry out. Uh, you know, it makes the racetrack change. I mean, bottom's going to stay moist, yeah. middle's going to dry out more. And if you put enough water in the cushion, you got three lanes. Because your drivers don't have radio communications with their creatures, do they? No, no. See, so that makes that a lot of people don't understand how much more difficult that makes racing on dirt versus asphalt. And you know, when you have radios or don't have radios, I think it's the be- I think we get a better show when you don't have radios. 
I don't understand why any track a half mile under has radios for anything. Yeah, the truth. Except you know, except to come, except contact with the officials. All the drivers have one way yeah. radio where the official can squawk at them and they can't wind back. <laughs> hey, can anybody buy a radio and listen to you broadcast? Are you online or online or on a, a radio yeah, station? Anybody who comes to the racetrack, they can bring a, their own receiver. At the racetrack, you can lean. Yeah, you can listen. You can have us pump straight in here. We have an FM station, just a small one that you know goes a mile away. Well, that's oh, yeah, that's. Uh, yeah. My mom listens on my spare one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, she yeah. likes to hear the track yelling at people or yeah. just what happened. Right. Yeah. But I think you know too. I, we've never they talked about it, so I didn't know, you know, if there. But there is an FM station, and they can get that number up there when they arrive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they can get that. They can also, and I don't have the numbers. It's eighty-seven point one FM. Yeah. Um, that's you hear me and Chris and whoever else is on. Uh, whoever um, else uh, wired on. Who's uh, for the night destruction? You hear us, but you can go through your other channels. Oh. And listen, you know, you can tune in on the officials or whatever. I mean, you can do that at any racetrack. Interesting. Yeah, I know. I always keep forgetting to bring it up because, you know, if you like, you're a diehard football or baseball fan, you always like to have your headphones on so you can hear the announcer because you can't hear anyone, you know. Or like at NASCAR when you can hear the spotter and well, the driver. Or the driver and, chatter yeah. <laughs> and what have you. So. You, can, you can hear pretty good at Paris without that. I mean, that's 60,000 watts of digital sound. Oh, no, no, no. I was Yeah, no, I totally, totally agree because you, you, you are definitely hurt. I mean, you. <laughs> you are. Definitely, you make. I mean, you guys make Barona sound like standing in the backyard. Careful, they don't have a sound system loud enough to let the folks. I mean, I'm just saying. Didn't he give us a good reason recently? Yes, he did, but it didn't fit because I like sitting there. So, but that's. I want to hear about what's coming up. I just we have two guests in house, and I was just showing them video. Yeah, and I was showing them video of your double decker. Have you been to Paris Auto Speedway? (laughs) Yeah, I've been there several times. How long ago? Okay, it's time for you to go. Yeah, if you have to think. <laughs> if you have to think and shake your head a few times. Because tell them what's coming up, what, next Saturday? Yeah, it's next Saturday. It's Night of Destruction, which is the normal Night of Destruction show. Um, with so figure fun. eight racing, figure eight trailer races, mini stocks. Um, mini stocks are in a road course through the infield, but it's full oh, contact. just like Full Demo contact. Clock, a demolition derby in an oval and then the double deckers which are you know, you've got to be a nut job to even consider that uh, person in the bottom controls the throttle and the brakes person in the top car controls the steering and they don't and communicate then, as always the city of paris is putting on a huge fireworks show mm-hmm. next week it's we always build the biggest and best fireworks show in riverside county it's pretty darn good yeah, i see that all uh, the time yeah. oh, you see it. <laughs> it goes big yeah. My friend owned the motocross part, but they're in Paris. You own both of them, but uh, oh, cool. I just I, every time I'm driving by, I, I knew the car racing is going on because I see the fireworks. <laughs> it's a big deal. So, man, it's going to be. Uh, you think people should buy tickets early? Well, I don't have enough tickets for anybody who wants them. I mean, okay. it's it's the biggest crowd of the year. Yeah, so we'll have tickets for everybody. And if you're from the city of Paris, just bring your driver's license or utility bill. And because the city of Paris is putting on the fireworks portion of the show, you show that and you get in free. Wow. wow. All right. Oh, I'm glad people, you mentioned you that. You know, people can't come and say, oh, I forgot my driver's license. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to show proof to get yeah. the four free That's tickets. cool. That is awesome. Oh, my gosh. That's an awesome night. So what you should do is you should hire a police officer to stand by the ticket booth. That way, if they go to say, I don't have a driver's 
How did you get here? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> wow. You know, and I always look forward to that weekend because it's just. It is fun, Steve. And I've gone there on that tons night. and oh, tons gosh. of fun. And, and it just seems like your night of destruction. I don't know if the drivers are figuring it out, but it just gets crazier and crazier, you know, every year. Well, you know, they started out when we started the whole thing out. Um, I, I've told the story a lot of times. The first night we ever had it, we had like 12 cars show up for four different classes. 12 total. Yeah. And I looked at Don and he looked at me. It's like, man, we're in trouble. There's going to be a riot. Yeah. And, you know, we had a decent crowd and the crowd went crazy all night. Oh, yeah. You know, right then he oh, was yeah. onto something. Then it's just grown and grown oh, as far yeah. as the crowd is huge. Um, you know, divisions go up and down. The mini stock division is what is really growing now. Um, the double deckers, the fastest double decker was just sold. Uh, Eric Evans had uh-huh. it. And he sold it, uh, I guess the guy was, or Chris Evans, I think it was. Um, the guy was coming to pay him today to get it. Oh, boy. So we had five double-deckers the last time we ran the show, which was the second most we ever had there. Mm-hmm. So that's growing. I and mean, that's a harder class to grow. I mean, yeah. bolting one car on top of another, that's kind of tough. And, uh, you know, the figure-eight cars and figure-eight trailer races, they pull the same numbers. And the demo cross, which... At one point was, you know, your Saturday night junker. Um, some guys got the bright idea to put them, put on SUVs and stuff. Yeah. So they can take a beating, and that class kind of changed to more SUVs and trucks. With you lots of bumpers. Like the one SUV had the bumper all the way around. It's like a Suburban or something. Very protected. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And who's that but, one? Who's that one real old gentleman that races? He's like in his JD JD J- Wilson. But yeah, he he did not race last year, wow. and he has not raced this year. I think he sold his car. I mean, the, the last time he raced, I think was right after he talked with you in 2019. Yeah, but he must. I mean, he was what in his seventies, late seventies or something. No, he was he, he was like eighty four, eighty five. Oh. Nice. Now he had a car. I think it started as a Chevy Nova, but it was totally encased (laughs) in roll cage. I mean, right? It was like a little roll cage with wheels. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a very he's a former airline pilot, very smart man. So he built this thing was built to last. (sighs) He's raced against all these you know souped up trucks and stuff. Well, he's been a race car driver for God knows how long since cloth helmets. Yeah. So these guys did like the idea of this guy in his 80s whipping their rear end every week. <laughs> so they try to catch him and crash him because it's legal, mm. and they couldn't do it. I'll be he comes, I see him in the grandstands uh, at the race legal. now. Well, the next time you, you that, see right? him, have him reach out, because I'd love to have him back on air again and find out what that rascal's up to, because he was a good interview. To heck with that. We want him back on the track. Well, well I'm going to help you. I'm talking please. stories. And then, See, if I start talking yeah. to him and get him thinking. Get the juices flowing. I mean, my job, is, my job is so much easier when I say, this guy's 84 years old. It's like, okay, you got the crowd going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> See, what we need to do, Scott, is we need to hook up with AARP, yeah. and we need to get them yeah. to sponsor his car. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that- if you don't read their politics, they're cool. Well, you know, I don't care about politics, Poor right? But you, no, Scott's right. No, he's, he's, <laughs> but wouldn't that be a cool sponsor? And wouldn't that be a good ad campaign for joining well, AARP? 
I think the adult diapers would get more attention. Ah, you agree. Bad, they you, would get a lot of attention. That would get a lot more attention. Yeah. Good point. I like it. Then you wouldn't even have to leave the stands. That's it. Wow. Or, or the race car. All right. Hey, we're going to let you go, buddy. Thanks a million as usual. Save power in the restrooms if we did that. (laughs) You're funny. All right, buddy. Take care. Say hi to Don for us. Will do. Have a good one. You too. too. All right, folks. We're going to take a quick break and we come back. We're going back to the man. Stingray. Stingray right here on Racer Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Racer Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by Certified Car Clinic, 11370 North Woodside Avenue. Uh, the guys over there, once they work on it, if you want them to, they've got a dyno they can throw on there to prove what they did. Go to carcare.net, certifiedcarcare.net. And like I said, they'll work on your everyday car. But their specialty is going fast. And it seems like they're on a Mopar run. It seems like they've done like a Mopar. And I'm not uh, authorizing or condoning street racing. (laughs) But the street racer comes back in with his challenger and he goes, well, another one comes in. He goes, hey, I just got built beat by that guy that built you. You built his motor. So I think he's up to seven just from word of mouth. So, folks, if you want to go quick. On the drag strip. Yeah, the drag strip every other weekend. Certifiedcarcare.net. All right, what do you want there, Fork I, w- woman? I have so many questions, and we only have them for one more segment. Okay. Uh, if I may go back to our second segment when Barona... And who are we talking to? Oh, Mike Stingray Craig. And who is this lovely lady? And we have Therese. And who is she? His girlfriend. Okay, just yes. double check. His better half, I think he yep. might say. Yep. <laughs> in passing, yeah. The one yeah. that keeps him in he line. He gave you major props when uh, we were out in the hallway. Uh, I have so many things. I would like to go back to the second segment when we brought up Michael Thing, the son. You said you trained him, and that he's not that old, so that was pretty recent. And is this something you're doing now? I would say at least five years ago or more. Is Are you still training you, like, people? Is this a job? I've been training kids like since my kid. You know, I raised him up and... It was he was right after my kid. My kid went pro, and then he was still going. He was good. I mean, his dad was going. So you're after still it. training kids. Yeah, yeah I still train like kids, and you know, where do you do it at? We kind of took a break a little bit because I think it just it got we kind of got overwhelmed. We mm-hmm. did too much driving, picking up, and mm-hmm. but now we're going to try to organize it better and make it. Where are you going to? Where are you going to? What track? I do. I, we do um, Glen Helen mostly. Oh, oh I would have Paris, thought, Elsinore, Cahia. You're a fan Where? of, but it probably... Oh, go ahead. Where? Cahia. Cahia. Oh, do you like Cahia? Is that a good track? It's good great. guy that owns it. See, great that one great. I haven't seen. How's great. it, com- it, how's it compared to Glen Ellen? It's, it's, out in, it's out in Anza, oh, okay. and it's a bitching track. The guy, the guy that owns it, he rides himself, and he's a, he's a good guy. He's been really good to me. And so I, he's made a track that he likes. He rides it. Down. That's what this I said. Isn't. He made a track. Now, see, that's, <laughs> that's the way funny. to get really good. Build yourself yeah. a track, drive it 365, 24 hours a day, and then put on a race. This isn't Steve Kukla, is it? No. no okay. You know those guys out in the desert? Yeah, I just they heard They do S&S mag, or off-road. It's mainly off-road mag. Yeah. So he built a track. Uh, is it a big track, little track? It's um, It's a... Outdoor, outdoor track. Well, you okay. mentioned Glen Helen in the same. Yeah, breath, they got a vet so track, like... and they got the main track. And the main track, it, it brings. I mean, I seen McGrath there two weeks ago. He was oh. getting ready for Mammoth, and like it brings a lot of a lot of top people. He 
he's done good with himself. That's excellent. Yeah. Um, See, now you need to give that information to her, and then we'll get him on and give that track a little, yeah. little yeah. love. That guy, yeah, he's always trying to look to open up days and do different things yeah. to go bigger, but he's willing. And- well, if you're recommending him as heavily as you are, we're happy yeah. to talk to him about doing some radio. Oh, yeah, that'd be good for him, too. I'd be pumped for him. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. And I know you're up in Corona, but, you know, you could always, you know, if, if you were doing something, a charity event, that includes motorcycles. You can. I'd love to have you back at K, bring you to KUSI because I'm telling you, anything you do there to promote an event you're doing, it's usually a fifty percent hit. Oh man, that's yeah, well, you watch KUSI. He knows. <laughs> well, I know. Then I'll take you around and do shit all yeah. the KUSI crazies. Yeah. One thing I heard from Trump or somebody, they were saying it's, it's not what you do for yourself; it's what you do for others. Bingo. And I heard that, and I was like, wow. But like, very, yeah, I'm about that. Very you know? powerful. Yeah. And, and I kind of think that's what Brittany and I do on a regular basis is, you know, because Brittany can tell you, well, I've done it too, but you'll ask somebody that's new in the sport, whether they're a motorcycle or, or circle track, and you say, hey, we'd like to interview you. They go, really? You want to interview me? And they don't understand. It's our pleasure. Truly our pleasure. Because one, how much do we charge them? Okay. So when you don't charge anything, then it's got to be passion. And, and that's really what, because everybody's here for a reason, to give back penny to a million. Penny to a million. If you can't swing that, then you don't need to be here. You know, once I came here and I kind of, I didn't know much about you, but now I know who you are. <laughs> seeing you on TV, KUSI, yeah. everything, and it was always going towards motocross. Like, yeah. You're, you're pushing everything. I push like crazy. I'm so wow. pumped to be able to. Talk to you. Well, I, we're going to do more things together because I know you've got enough on your plate to choke a horse, right? <laughs> yeah, Therese takes care of that. She's, she's nothing but good Ah, oh, she has her finger up now. And, yes, And dear. I like how you said you love your job. We love yes. we love our job. Yeah, you're not even working. Right. You know what I mean? It's so, a passion. Well, yeah, yeah, and all of this, I know for me personally, and I think we all feel it, it's very therapeutic. It's very healthy to yeah. race or pursue a challenge or face a fear. And I think, right. and I love meeting other people that are the same way. So, Trish, have you ever have you ever raced yourself? I've raced seven times, and the seventh time I broke my femur. And oh boy, we're going bones, back. And <laughs> oh boy, it wasn't good. That means somebody's upstairs says. But, but I've raced BMX bikes since oh, I was a little kid. Oh, right. oh really? So was we that... had Tyler Brown in recently. He was a professional BMX. Yeah. Well, recently. we've been trying yeah. to promote the local BMX track yeah. here in town, Kearney Mesa area. Dude, cactus, cactus. Yeah, yeah. that's Lakeside, that's, that's a right? Christian. Christian won the worlds at ten. My son, oh. and then he quit and went into moto. But I want to BMX, BMX cactus is incredible. I don't know how they. I asked the guy, "How do you get your track so smooth? Oh. Yeah. What do you get out there with sandpaper? It, it looks sculpted. It yeah. looks sculpted. Beautiful. Yeah. And yeah. tires don't sink into it because no. it might be sand. For all I knew, but I would literally drive by there and, and rubberneck. Yeah. How oh, yeah. do you make that? Tra- I needed to stop. I wanted to go out and touch. It. Yeah. Cactus yeah. Paris has one in. You, you do see it. Everything's packed so smooth. Mm. It's and almost like a, a, a skate park. Exactly. You know? yeah. But it's not yeah. cement. In yeah. Florida, all the majority of the tracks are um, pavement. Really? They're all jumps. Everything's pavement. Oh, really? They're all pumping out. It's oh. Because it's all sandy. You can't pack oh, it. Yeah, yeah. You can't yeah, pack it enough. That makes sense. Yeah. So I, um, I know that you love nicknames. And, and what's his nickname? It's. Uh, you wrote it down. I know. I wrote it down. Starts with an S. Oh yeah, yeah. Stingray. By, yeah. How would I not know that? So, um, 
It's not his only nickname. Like well, some people go through life. But let's and find don't out. Have we haven't got a much time. Let's oh. find out. First off, where'd okay. you get Stingray? Oh. Um, the announcer for Supercross. His name was Larry Naston, and my dad used to sign me up for Supercross back in the eighties as Michael Ray Craig. My dad put the whole name. And they kept saying, they kept announcing Michael Ray Craig. I'm like, damn, I'm like, Dad, you shouldn't do that. Like, my name's Mike Craig, not Michael Ray Craig, you know? And the, the announcer saw it. And instead of saying Michael Ray Craig, he said Stingray. Stingray. He called me Stingray. And it, it went in my whole career. And, like, it, it was a big thing. And he just passed away not that long ago. Uh, Larry Naston was amazing. I've heard, I've heard of him. What's, what you, what's some of your other nicknames? I'm thinking of I. Crash and burn. Well, I was thinking IHOP. IHOP? Oh, my gosh. I can't believe that. So, I can't believe she said that because I did a open ceremonies in 89 at, at San Diego. That was my hometown. And um, so Rick Johnson goes, hey, I want you to do a prey lap slow and then one fast lap and I'll talk. I'm like, okay. okay. So nothing planned. He gets on the microphone. I'm doing a lap slow in the crowd, trying to get the crowd growing. And he goes, he, he goes a fast lap. And then. I seen it triple, and I hit that thing, and I went upside down. And Rick Johnson just went. He almost tripped. He just couldn't believe it. <laughs> no. And the guy in the stands, I went up in the stands afterwards, and the guy goes, I'm going to call you IHOP, International House of Pancakes, flat. Yeah. I was so flat. No <laughs> it was, kidding. It was um, Jason Langford. He's so, from Texas. so then that nickname picked up? Yeah, up. As certain people knew that one. Like the magazine guy is like, that so then, and then you're just as shocked as when she said I it. I cannot believe it. That's, that gave me chills. No, this girl does her homework. I She's do. no doubt. Amazing. Well, and in doing my homework, uh, I just love how um, grateful you are for the good and the bad. And, you know, we, we all, especially when you get into racing and bumping and, you know, you, you have your friends and you have your kind of enemies, you don't want to talk bad about anybody. I was, yeah, I, I mean, really noticed that about you. Life's short. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and our segment is short. Did you want to bring up your father? My dad. Um, he'd been a part of my whole career, you know. He was in the military. We grew up in, in Tierra Santa, yeah. Murphy Canyon. It was a military housing. And we didn't have much, but he did whatever he could. He'd go in the, take off on the ship for nine months, whatever, Westpac, come back, and we'll go to the desert. And we just kept doing that, and I went right into racing. Was there an award or something? No, it was oh, just no, uh, I thought there was something you wanted to bring he up. Was, um, he, my dad, too, is he's getting older, and plus... When Christian started racing, I gave my dad the bike to take Christian to his first race. Oh. And ah. then to so is he still with us? Is yes, he still with us? He's still here, and he's doing it. You know, like today or yesterday, me and Therese went and bought some pedal assist bikes. Oh, my God. They won't I, stop talking about took it. Him to my dad. Them. took him to my dad's and said, Dad, get on this thing. We lowered the seat post all the way down. <laughs> he got on. He's, he's 78 years old. And he took off. I said, let's go. We took off up. Har- Harbison Canyon went down Harbison and we went on you and your dad just a two or three mile ride and he was like that's awesome amazing he looks at me he goes I can't believe this thing this thing's just pushing him and taking him everywhere he so just, now he wants one I tried yeah. to get him out today and he's like I think I'm done <laughs> <laughs> yeah Jim Beecham from last week he loves his pedal assist Therese loves her it's pedal assist incredible yeah Damn, but, she got a deal on her yeah well and I was hey dad I know you listen I told uh Stingray here. My dad always said, don't throw your leg over something you can't afford. So I'll have to wait. <laughs> don't you have a horse? H- horse? That's something you would throw your leg over. Yeah, but and most people afford can't afford them, right? Well, yeah, I can't have everything all at the same time. That's I got true. a race car You have right to now. do it. 
great. Yeah. Live within your means. Right. It's been so nice to have you Hope here, you both fun. of you. Thank you so much for making Thank the trek. So I know you live up in Corona, but you made the trek down here, we and you are it. a living legend. Very impressed. You were very approachable at the CalVMX. <clears throat> Uh, race, thank you for that. Also, did KUSI, he was talking about Bull Taco and all the, <laughs> all the things you did. Like, I'm just so excited to be a part well, of Well, you're that. welcome to come back, and you're still racing. I mean, I saw you out there. <laughs> right? When's your next race? I raced, uh, oh, I just I raced, I did the vintage but, race. Yeah. He's gonna do some REM at REMs on Saturday, just ah. to get in oh. shape. All right, yeah, you're kind of out of shape. Yeah, you need to work on that, brother. <laughs> hey, you just rode this morning, I say, know. 18 miles. Hey, cheater, use electric bike. Come yeah, on. Get, get that real Not pedal. cheater if you can afford it. Oh, oh, I like the way you roll, girl. Oh, she right. sounds like a race car owner. We got to take off Gun Owners Radio's coming up. And boy, we got some news for you on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.